0: I hear you, okay? I hear you I know you've invested a lot in me And I, in turn Have invested A lot in me, as well Because, you know, I mean, what's important here? You or me? Us? Us is important Yeah, okay, I mean, we have a very Distinct relationship Albeit one-sided Yeah, no, because it's just me Talking at you, or me Talking and pretending That you're talking when I During the time that I'm, when I during when I am speak talking, I try to interject on your behalf, like for pretending that you are actually talking back to me. Uh, when in actuality, I'm just talking to myself alone um, in a virtual closet with this beer here. So if you're wondering why I sound so weird and and the like, it's because I've been drinking. I've just gotten off work. I haven't even washed my hands, which is something I usually do. And I smell um, like like feet. Really, um, like a sheep herder. I smell like a sweaty, wet. Does, Does sheep sweat? I smell like a wet sheep, just wet wool in general. And I'm not even sorry about it. And for the first time in a really long time, Sarah has taken my gorgeous son to her to her parents' house, and I'm alone. And I think I have another hour hour and a half to do this with you. Let's just hang out just us, you know? Like let's just let's just sit here and I'll sit here, I guess, and you do whatever you're gonna do. I don't you're gonna work. I don't know what people do. You you driving somewhere maybe, Kendra? Yeah, turn me down a little bit. A little tinny in here. Full tinny. Uh so I have nothing but time to talk to you about whatever. And I feel the last two shows were like twenty minutes and really rushed jobs. And uh let's just languish in this, you know, like let's just slow right down. Swallow that saliva. Or whatever, you know Whatever it is that you're eating or drinking or fucking at this time Just swallow it and let's just relax, you know Let's just hang out together um, So when I last left you, the last episode I did Was that the playdate one? Oh shit, yeah it was You know what, haven't heard anything about the playdate um, I had a really miserable week at work last week um, I don't want to get into it too much But let me tell you a little story, okay Very briefly I'm not going to get into details, but um I just find it funny that Sarah and I both had, you know, some strife at work. We both had issues at work. And the way hers, okay, cuz she works with a lot of women, you know, in a professional environment, and I do not really either of those things. Um I work with the majority of, of which are men, and we're pretty laid back. I mean, it's a very relaxed atmosphere And you can pretty much As long as you're not hurting anyone's feelings Say or do whatever As long, you know, no groping I Trust me, I've tried And uh, it's not cool, apparently I'll just keep trying You know what, you, the, you, you grope ten wrongs Before you grope the right Am I right, folks? Am I right? Okay, it's getting out of hand here I shouldn't have had that beer. Now I'm kind of tired and a little bit loopy So we've both had altercations at work Um, The one that I was involved with, um, not myself, but someone I like very much Was called, uh, was told to shut up, you fucking bitch Direct quote, direct quote, like that's where I work And that's about all I'm going to really tell you I don't want to get into that too much more, even though I'd really like to, but I can't and I won't Uh, That's how things work at my work And where Sarah works um, There was a disagreement about something Or was it maybe like A slight lack of communication And let me tell you There were emails Emails with the subject line Feelings With uh, A five or six paragraph Email um, Talking about said feelings and um, then there was a follow-up email And then all, all said and done I think there was five emails exchanged Between the offended parties And then a, a, a card was purchased A handcrafted card Filled with yet another apology uh, So, I mean, that's slightly different But I found it really funny how different it was It was like on entire opposite ends of the spectrum How things work I mean, at my work, we... Are quite blunt and uh, express ourselves just, just with brutal honesty, really painful, hurtful, brutal honesty. Um, my other suggestion, maybe related, maybe not related, would be to say that if you're caught doing something wrong that you have been told not to do on three occasions, give or take one or two occasions, um, plus or minus one or two occasions. Maybe the appropriate response is to say, Yes, I did do this, and you specifically have told me not to several times. I did. Not maybe, maybe don't say, Well, do you see this specific group of people here? They are doing this thing that they shouldn't be doing. Maybe the appropriate response would be, Yeah, I'm sorry. I did it. Trying to get away with something here. Won't happen again. That's what I would do. If you catch me doing something stupid that you specifically said don't do, and I'm doing it, and you catch me doing it, and it's very obvious that I'm doing it, that's what I'm going to say to you. Because I'm bringing up a three-year-old. And essentially, I feel like I work sometimes, on occasion, very rarely. It's been known to be more of a kindergarten. And I'm not blaming any person in particular. I myself have behaved like a child at work. And... It really takes bringing up a child to see what childish behavior is Because an adult would look at that woman And like, I understand, look, I understand No one likes to be caught doing something they're not supposed to be doing No one does As a child, as an adult, no one likes it It's like, oh, right, yeah, okay, I know I'm not supposed to be doing this And then I say, oh, are you serious? I'm not supposed to be doing this? Like, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah, don't, don't do that, right? So I get it, I get no adult likes to be... Told that they shouldn't be doing something And then when they get caught doing it They feel embarrassed maybe Or they don't want to admit that they've done something wrong So they just point the finger at other people Which I think is like a Deflection routine Like oh you think I'm doing something bad Well they're really doing something bad over there I think that's where the holocaust originated I mean really Hitler just wanted the gypsies out And all the darkies you know And then the darkies in the Gypsies are like, look at the Jews over there. We're not the ones with the money. Huh? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm just kidding, everyone. Just calm down. Okay? I'm aware of the plight of the Jews. No one's been more fucked than the Jews, except maybe the black people. And okay. And the gypsies, you know what? They turned out just fine. They have their own shows now. Their weddings are quite spectacular. They have child brides. Their women aren't allowed to get any kind of education. Okay, wait, where was I going with this? Yeah, no, the gypsies didn't really turn out that great either. Okay. Um, where was I? Having said that. Having said that, okay. So this is what okay, now I'm supposed to be hanging out with this kid Timmy, right? So I the day that this altercation happened at work for me, um, I just I had a really late day, I had a headache, I just was stressed out and I'm I'm in no mood. Okay, so I get there and I get to daycare, sorry to pick up Malcolm. And um, He's like oh there's Timmy And I'm like fuck Because I do not want to talk to Timmy's mom right now Like I do not want to have any kind of banter I didn't I don't, I don't want to Like I smell bad After work It's not a good time for me It is not a good time for me to socialize So I didn't go and like introduce myself To Timmy and Timmy's mom I was just like get your fucking coat on Get in the fucking car Because I was just not in the mood I just had a headache I was stressed out I'm tired Blah 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 Not a good time for me and Timmy's mom to meet I feel so I don't know I haven't heard anything because that was last week Monday and I'm guessing maybe she thinks I'm a cunt because I didn't go and say hi but in my defense she didn't really come and say hi either but in her defense she probably smelled me and was like yeah I don't I don't want you playing with that that smelly lady's son I'm sorry no no so that's anyway tangent after tangent after tangent so that's there is no play date there hasn't been um, I can only really blame myself But I'm not gonna lie when I say I'm kind of fucking happy that, uh, I don't have to go on this fucking play date Cause, um, I don't want to Although she looked young I mean, I, I recognized her We used to get there at the same time every day So I think I've held the door open for her a few times Like, she seems chill, younger girl Seems nice I don't know I still don't want to go on this fucking playdate. If you know what I mean Anyway, okay I wanted to finish a quick story That's going to end up taking 15 minutes Because I've been drinking And I'm really tired And um, this story is about Us and how we first met No, it's not Um, I wanted to get back to the Victoria Airport Okay, so I'm in the airport Just in case you missed the last couple shows You're not missing much Don't worry about it Uh, We're in the Victoria Airport We're going through security I get flagged for a random screening And uh, they're like, okay, do you want to be Patted down by a female Worker, or do you want to go In um, the box, or whatever The machine, you know, where they take they, They scan around you, I guess it's called a scanner So I take one look at the woman Who's working, and I'm like, I'll take I'll take the machine, thank you I thank you so much So I'm basically standing in a giant, like, hamster Habitrol thing And it takes a picture of my body Which I'm really glad I didn't think To look at the image, because it wouldn't be flattering I don't need to see that I don't need to see that So she comes out uh, I come out and the, the worker says You're, She's going to need to pat you down And she pats like my inner thigh with her hands But the back of her hand Because you know she's respectful And I don't know what they were expecting to find there Maybe they thought my clitoris was a bomb But she must have felt that it was soft Fleshy Because um, it's quite, quite large It's quite large If you haven't googled China C-H-Y-N-A China's vagina. You should really do that because it is something else. Steroids do something else, and that something else is make you sprout an inchworm out of your clitoris. Yeah, you could have, you could filate that. You could filate that. You should really, yeah, take take a little look at that. Take It's worth the gander. You know, it's uh, I'd clear the browser history after that for sure. But um, I'd take a look. Freak show. Total freak show. Uh, okay, so now I'm in the habitual I got my figure, my figure My picture taken of my figure Ugh. I'll spare you the details And now we're free We're free to roam for a little while And there's a bank of about five seats And this girl Okay, so there's five seats So this girl is sitting Not the very first seat By the armrest She's kind of sitting the second seat And then she's got her stuff on the third seat so essentially, she's taking up three seats because she's not sitting by the armrest and she doesn't have her stuff on her lap or in front of her. So she's taking up the three seats: the empty seat, her seat she's actually sitting in, and the third seat with all her fucking stuff on it. So, if it was up to me, if I was traveling with just Malcolm, I would have just gone for a walk, found somewhere else to sit, blah 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 blah. But we ended up in this aisle, put our stuff on the windowsill, and I, I unbeknownst to me, Sarah has a conversation with this weird chubby girl. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And she kind of says, well, um, are you using this seat? And she's like, well, no, I guess. And she's like, um, do you mind moving your stuff? Well, I guess not. And I didn't know she was having this conversation. So I go up to Sarah and I'm like, okay, well, Malcolm and I are going to like run around the airport because we're going to be sitting for the next like two hours. And she's just looking at me and she's got the, what the fuck are you doing eyes? And I'm like, and she's like, Uh, uh, You know cutting across her neck with her hand And I thought okay something There's been an exchange and she's looking at me And she's she's doing that weird ventriloquist Thing that people do when they kind of Um Don't want anyone to see what they're saying Like the uh, I just I just told her that we needed the seat You know that kind of thing I know Mike Schmidt just did his ventriloquist voice But I'm not doing it to Um Copy his joke, it's just one of those weird things But I mean, I don't really even get why she did that weird thing Because the girl was behind her She couldn't see her lips moving It's like You could have just said, like she could have used sign language If she wanted, it wouldn't have really mattered So then we were forced forced to sit there But I mean, and Sarah's like a She can be mean, uh, she's stern When it comes to stupid shit like that Because she doesn't tolerate fools And um, She was really mad Because she's like can't fucking believe this girl Like how does she take up Three fucking seats like that And then I ask her to move her stuff And she's all like uh, I guess so And she's like Well the proper answer would be Yes of course I'm sorry For being so inconsiderate Okay Alright Yeah you won You won that one sweetie You sure did You taught her a lesson You sure did Now flash into the Fucking weird girl's head And she's probably like This fucking bitch why does she make me... Why is she going make me move my stuff? So she can fucking sit there? Fuck, the nerve, the nerve So we all have different perspectives, people You know, I mean, we all have different lives We all have different points of view We're all important in our own way Okay, now what happens next um, I, I think... I feel it's less of a happening And more of an event It will go into my brain forever Like when the Alzheimer's hit This is the story I'm going to tell to my... Grandchildren that I I won't have any idea who they are, but I will recant this tale for them. It was a strange thing. I mean, we're sitting in an airport. Everyone's relatively normal-looking, average. Nothing really catches the eye until I hear the words, "Is this really happening?" from Sarah, and it piqued my interest, so I put down my game boy and I looked around and I saw what she saw. What is that? you may ask. Okay. it is a 510 white guy, very slender, um, Ugg boots, pimp jacket, tiger onesie. I was later to find out with tail. And uh, okay. Let's just think about that for a second So he's got the furry pimp jacket Like, it's like a fur coat But from the 70s Like, big lapels, very fuzzy Very, very Black man of leisure Circa 1976 The only thing he was missing was the big purple pimp hat That's it Uh, yeah So, I'm looking And I'm looking at him And I'm More importantly, watching the wave that he's created in his midst Because everyone who sees him The look on their face was fucking hilarious Because the first look was Okay, is this guy retarded? Okay, no, no He's not wearing a backpack with a leash on it No, no one's wiping drool from his chin He seems to be alone Okay, so he's not retarded And then it went from Oh, you're special to What the fuck is wrong with you? And I watched this happen Because I watched him walk around And I watched a gentleman Who was in my age group uh, Hold up his camera And take like three pictures of this guy And it's on Twitter It's on Facebook It's fucking somewhere Freak show, idiot, hipster doofus Big black glasses And the look on this guy's face He was just like, Whoa. What are you looking at? Who, me? Are you looking at me? Why? Like, that's the look on his face. His eyebrows are raised. He's kind of got a little bit of a pouty uh, lower lip, kind of sad. Like, what's everybody looking at? Oh, I don't know, fuckface. Maybe when you got up and said, I'm going to the airport today to be surrounded by several hundred people, you shouldn't have put on the ladies Uggs and the tiger onesie. And then maybe, just maybe... You shouldn't put on a pimp coat to go to the fucking airport. Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe that's why people are fucking looking at you weird. Maybe. Just maybe. Shame on you. Shame on you, weirdo. Like, I get it. Okay, I get it. That would be an appropriate outfit for a three-year-old. Maybe a two-year-old. But you're 27 years old. And I'm going to imagine that since you have an Apple computer with you opened up, uh that you live with your parents because i can't imagine a world where you would be wealthy enough to have an 1800 dollar computer and look like you look i mean unless it's 1995 and you're king of the raves i can't imagine any other time or place or dimension where what you're wearing would not draw attention it's obviously on purpose right of course it is of course I don't know I gotta tell you, If If Malcolm is 27 And he's living in my basement And I'm driving him to the fucking airport And he's wearing Uggs Tiger onesie Pimp jacket Nope You're either taking a cab Or changing your fucking clothes Okay? Don't Don't you make me Italian parent you I will slap the taste right out of that motherfucking mouth Okay Right? Well, that's uh, airport attire with uh, Fatty Sanchez So, in case you were wondering what's appropriate for an airport Just about anything Except, okay, let me hear if you remember Uh Uh-huh, right, Uggs, Uh uh-huh Tiger onesie Uh, You know what, even, good question, good question The tiger onesie without tail is just as unacceptable as the tiger onesie with tail Okay? Okay? Good question. No, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. Yeah, no, unacceptable. Okay, and the third and final thing thou shalt not wear to the airport on a busy day is pimp jacket. Pimp jacket. Very good. Good job, everyone. I'm so glad you were paying attention. So proud of you. I can't believe how impressive you are. Thank you so much. And if your child, or a grandchild, or even the stepchildren you're pretending to love, Try to get into your car for a ride to the airport wearing those three things. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they change or they take a cab. Right, very good. Very good. Then Glad we're all on the same page here. Okay, well, let's go to a segment. What do you say, folks? Thanks, glad you approve. Okay, I don't know. I'm so fucking far behind. I have, like, a Valentine's Day thing from Tales. I have Bad Luck Moving from Kendra. I have Funny Stories from... God, from Rainbow, they're all just so old at this point Because I've really dropped the ball Okay, I'm going to go with a an Electric Gary slash Dr. Mike um, I wish I could think of the word Not hybrid Crossover, right? Okay, so let me give you a little background Just in case you don't know who Electric Gary and Dr. Mike are I used to do a show called Return to Sender I highly recommend it to all of my friends And one show you should really listen to, Gary, Indiana very, very, very funny show One of my favourites It was a listener favourite It's just seriously non-stop laughs I, Gary, Indiana Check it out, it was really good So, um, on Return to Sender The show I used to do We used to call it RTS But I'm just, I say Return to Sender Just because What if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about When I say RTS? Acronyms aren't always cool, right? Right Um, so on that show We would take segments Just like I do right now And... I don't know I think um, We got promoted um, RTS got promoted On Mike Schmidt's 40 year old boy podcast A lot He was very kind to us Very 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 kind to us Um, So we got a lot of listeners from that Like I'm not trying to quantify listeners into, or, or or classify them, sorry, into categories But there are really silent listeners, which is the majority And then there's uh, people who are willing to submit segments, which I think are my personal favourite And, you know, somewhere around in between those two is people who leave iTunes reviews People who email, people who reach out on Facebook, people who comment um, I love you all, but I gotta tell you the submitters and the commenters and the emailers are my favorite because if if you don't get like if you don't get any feedback and I get it like you know what I listen to podcasts every day all the time do you know how many of them I've emailed probably two and only because I'm friends with them on Facebook and we've had exchanges and that's really the only reason so I get it you're a silent bunch but um anyway i digest <laughs> um So Dr. Mike and Electric Gary in separate segments would contribute. Dr. Mike is a a doctor and we would, you know, like you get a couple idiots in a room and the the questions we could come up with, it was just astounding. So Dr. Mike would kind of call in and correct us or let's say we were having a debate about which sex would be more likely to willingly pee their pants. Like, Like are men more genetically engineered to pee their pants as opposed to a woman, which is stupid. And the conversation came up And then Dr. Mike would say Tell us about what would happen If you held your bladder for so long Like where would the urine go Like what would it feel like What would happen next Would your kidneys be involved Like he would give a good Five six minute spiel About what would actually happen If whatever stupid scenario We had created Were to actually happen And then uh, Gary Electric Gary He ran the gamut He's got you know He would give us two or three minutes Of like punchy stuff That's going on in his life Very creative guy Very funny um, very handy as well So he'd give us, like, tips, you know, household tips Little things we could do to make our lives easier Um, very much the kind of stuff he's kind enough to, uh, share with us now And at some point, Dr. Mike and Jolene Who is, Jolene is a, an Eastern medicine practitioner Ugh, I don't know if that's the right terminology But at, they'd started to do an East-West segment on that show Where it's like, you'd give the Eastern, um, Outlook on how you would treat a certain thing And then the western opinion So they'd kind of like tell you from both sides How they would treat an ailment or whatever And I don't know what happened Or you know what let's do it this way Yada 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 Jolene and Dr. Mike are In a relationship now Um So to see that that show had a slight Impact on several lives Yeah Uh huh I think it has I I think it has it Had a bigger impact on some than others Um, Basically what I'm trying to tell you here is uh, We all kind of formed our own community And some of the community is with me still And some are not And that's okay Um, So part of that community is Electric Gary And Dr. Mike And guess what? Just like Electric Gary said a few shows ago They met up for a beer And they sent in a whole two minutes um, About their experience And their love for me So hang on one quick second We'll listen to that
1: Hey, Sandra. It's Ledger Gary and Dr. Mike. Here we are. We are in Corvallis to uh, check out Oregon State University for Mike's son, Chris. And uh, so here we are. Yeah, face to face. We're at the uh, Brewpub 15. I think it's Brewery 15. Amazing chili. The food here is outstanding. <laughs> And uh, we don't really know other than that what to say. We got a good buzz going. And uh, talking about you a ton and uh, the history and the fact that you've brought us all together. And it's, uh, it's a thing of beauty. It's, yeah, we're super excited I and mean, this is really cool. I mean, we've never, we only spoke just recently on the phone. Prior to that was just a couple of texts, and then but we've had a million different conversations on on the podcast over the years. Absolutely. We know each other. We know yeah. details about each other's lives. We know you. We feel like you're one of our closest friends and never actually met and still have no idea what you look like, which pisses us off. But Yeah, why is that? <laughs> and Jolene yeah. and Mike are still going strong. We haven't yeah. heard a lot from them lately, but life is good. Life is fantastic. It's a beautiful, Corvallis is just beautiful. It was a nice time coming up here and visiting, and uh, the folks are nice. And Yeah, so far it's really, really cool. I'll see you tomorrow in the daylight, and uh, hopefully Chris goes to school here. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> Say hi, Chris. Just for the folks right home. Hey. <laughs> That's 18 for you. All right, I think we'll uh, we'll call that a segment, and right. Uh, right back to you. And for Jolene, Shenjing Bing. <laughs> That's Electric Gary.
0: Aw, I'm gonna spill one out for my homies over there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really white. Uh, no business. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, you know, podcasting is weird. It's weird. It really brings together people who are like-minded and find the same things funny and the same fat jokes slightly entertaining. And uh, look, this podcast is my podcast. This podcast is your podcast. This podcast was made for you and me. So. I'm really glad you guys came together as one Not sexually, but Gary, I swear to Christ If you didn't run your fingers through his hair I don't know you anymore We don't want you around here No mo Did he smell good? I bet. wonder what Dr. Mike would smell like Probably like really expensive French cologne He doesn't strike me as like a Dracard noir kind of guy Seems classy Seems classy Okay, so I, I do have one tiny thing to admit Um... We've all kind of known each other for like four... Fuck, I don't even know. Is it five years now? Four and a half years? Five years? Whatever. Uh, Tomato, tomato. Am I right? Am I right? Um, I had a really uh, inappropriate... Okay, stop drinking, fatty. Inappropriate uh, dream about Jolene. And it wasn't overtly sexual, but um, I closed mouth kissed her. Kind of like Sleeping Beauty style. Like... She was, okay, and I had roofied her And, uh, unlike Cosby, I just apparently only wanted the one thing Just to close my mouth kiss Like, I've kissed not-so-distant relatives with more tongue Than what I, what I dreamed about Um, so I was uncomfortable with it It uh, didn't sit well with me I really felt like I had made out with my sister or something And it made me feel dirty inside So what did I do? I texted Jolene immediately and I said, "Look, I can't know this alone, and I'm not really sorry about it, but I had a dream that I kissed you." So, yeah, suck it, Dr. Mike. Okay? Suck it. Jolene says she's 0.3% lesbian, but aren't all of us, really? Aren't all women 0.3% something rather? I've got What Jolene was saying is I've got a chance. I've got a chance. Okay, so let's play another segment Because it's, uh, it's time to do some office work here and Clean up the old inbox, if you know what I'm saying Uh, let's play Um, Kendra Kendra, what do we know about Kendra? Kendra is a nice lesbian She told us all about her international adoption story She adopted a boy from Ethiopia It was a cliffhanger, like, it was, it was an intense ride You know, it was, a hell of a crazy story As a matter of fact, when people ask me What my show's about I don't say, well, I... Get kind of drunk and talk around You know, talk like an asshole to people I say, oh, well, you know, I have listeners who submit to me Like, I tell them that about Rose in uh, Portland And I tell them about Tales right here in Winnipeg And Electric Gary And I used to tell them about Dr. Mike and Jolene But, yeah, thanks guys Okay, no pressure, no pressure You know what, I think that guilt trip came from when I inhaled my mom's toenail dust and I feel like I didn't tell that story right Because when I listen to it the next day Because I love the sound of my own voice Because it is Good god I'd fuck myself if I wasn't so repulsive It is it is a, a good voice I have a really sexy Okay I don't But okay focus, focus What was I trying to say I feel when I told the story about the first time I cut my mom's toenails That her toenail didn't go right in my tongue I feel like it hung off my lip or something And I kind of exaggerated what had happened like it, I did taste, um. You know, like if you ever imagine what, I don't know, you know, like what licking the bottom of a dumpster would taste like. Yeah, I've I've been there. I feel like I could really describe it quite well after that experience. But I don't feel like it landed on my tongue. Like what I feel like it hung out of my mouth, out of my lip, and then I I could taste it because it was still in my mouth, but not on my tongue. So I really want to take that back. And you know what? Maybe I'll be able to sleep at night now. Okay, like okay. So I'm sorry. I'm, no, you know what, Nana? Nana wouldn't be sorry. My mom wouldn't be sorry about laying that guilt trip on Dr. Mike and Jolene. She meant it. I mean it. Suck it! Um. Okay, so Kendra is, like, she's one of the ones I brag about. Like, Because this really is a collective. We're all kind of having our podcast together, if you know what I mean. Um. We're kind of swingers. We're podcast swingers. You're all welcome to contribute in any way you want. So Kendra had a bit of a shitty time. She bought a condo that's kind of like a house but it's kind of like a condo like they're all attached but they're like three-story houses and of course during the building process hers and only hers caught on fire and she shared that with us so now she's just about to move into this beautiful complex and I don't know much but what I do know is her segment is entitled bad luck moving so it looks like Kendra's getting fucked again hang on let's hear about it
2: Hey everyone, it's Kendra and um, I've got a segment here on my horrible luck in purchasing a new house. So um, I did a uh, segment um, in last year regarding the fire. Um, the house has been rebuilt and actually we are moved in. Um, but that of course didn't come without uh, some exciting times. Um, so the other house the, house, the rental we were in, uh, just to refresh your memory, was uh, an older house. Um, I was sleeping in the living room because my bed didn't fit upstairs, uh, and we were basically just living in boxes because we never really fully unpacked there. So um, here in Ontario, we had a huge um, cold snap in the middle of January there, and that old house leaked like a sieve. Um, the window in the living room where, well, or the dining room, which was our living room, dining room, everything kind of room, was... Um, you could feel the breeze come through the window. So um, when we were sitting on the couch or at dinner or whatever, it would be freezing cold in there. Um, about halfway through that, uh, I actually went um, within two weeks of moving out to find uh, the plastic to go over the window because I couldn't handle that anymore. So our last bill for hydro and stuff at that house was absolutely insane. Um during the week just before the move, I uh, was dealing with the mortgage. Um, because uh, for anyone who hasn't done this, sell a house, buy a house, have a fire in between, um, my hope was to be able to port my mortgage over to the new house. Um, generally, you can only do that within 90 days. Obviously, I was out of the house from, or there was more than 90 days between the sale um, of my old house and us moving into this house. So the bank actually had to... Do jump through hoops. Um, The lady that's dealing with my mortgage um, has been awesome at trying to get me an extension. Now, the problem we had is that she did get the extension, but because the new house is a new build and it's not a registered condo yet, I don't actually need a mortgage. So um, the extension was only good for so long, and now I'm at the end of the term where I'd be renegotiating, so I can't port the mortgage anymore. So that all happened within a week. And not only that, I thought it was very strange that the builder was going to let me move into a house without me actually having a mortgage lined up. Um, I really felt that this was a little bit odd. And uh, they still have not required me to prove I have a mortgage. Um, but because of my OCD, I do have a mortgage lined up. Um, all right. So I'm paying rent. And then, I, of course, it took... Um, I was about a week in before moving in before they actually told me how much this rent technically or whatever it is that I'm paying right now to live in my house that I apparently don't really own um, would be. And given my bad luck, I, of course, freaked out because I was expecting it to be like two grand a month or something stupid that I totally couldn't afford. Um, turned out to be okay. It's actually not that bad. Um, it's actually cheaper than my mortgage. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Then I had to prove that I had insurance on in this house, so I called the insurance lady and spoke to the or the insurance company and spoke to the dumbest lady ever, um, trying to explain that I was moving into a house I was purchasing, but I didn't need full insurance on it. I only need like insurance. Basically, I need renter's insurance. Um, took forever. I, I think I was on the phone with this lady for half an hour to basically tell her. I just needed an address change on what I already had insurance on. Um, I, you would think from the insurance point of view that they would know this, um, but it, it took me a good long time. Anyways, finally we got into the house. Um, I did take like three or four days to move before we actually moved moved in um, to get the appliances delivered. Uh, that was a bit of a trick. It's a townhouse. The stairwells are, are narrow, and um, the refrigerator has to come in Basically, the house is kind of built on a hill. So our kitchen is actually above our garage. And there's a door out that will eventually have a patio on it. But there is no patio there right now. And that's how the the fridge had to come in. So uh, the, the appliances basically get lifted up on this lift. And the builder does that. But then the appliance guys from the brick, the delivery guys, have to go out and push the fridge in. And the brick guy basically shit a brick. Um, he was trying to, like... Every time we went to step in the lift, he'd freak out and he wouldn't go on. So it took forever to get this fridge in here, but we finally did through that door. Um, And then the brick ended up calling me afterwards, the sales guy, trying to get me to, like, rat the builder out for unsafe work environment. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, my appliances are delivered. They're in the house and I'm happy. And watching this guy freak out was actually rather entertaining. Um, So anyways, we got those in. Um, My cousin came and helped my dad with the dishwasher. Because we didn't really know how to hook that up. And then the problem was the dishwasher has no power. So um, I waited a week for the builder to bring an electrician by to find out that the dishwasher does have power. You just have to plug in the extra line into the fuse box. um, Because there's no appliance there on closing, they don't plug that in. So really, um, could have had the dishwasher working right off the bat. Um, However did use the dishwasher after we were here a week, and it doesn't drain, because that's my luck. So, um, yesterday I emptied out the bottom of the dishwasher with a cup and a bowl, and my cousin's coming back tomorrow to hopefully fix (laughs) the dishwasher and get it to drain um what's next closet organizers they were supposed to be here the weekend before we moved in so that i could get the closet organizers in the closets so that when we moved in we could actually unpack the bedrooms um i'm not actually putting any furniture in the bedrooms other than beds and nightstands um we have huge closets so my whole plan was to have drawers and shelves and everything built right into the closets um and not have to have the rooms cluttered with other furniture um that didn't happen Um, I had a couple of them that I would had here as testers and I'd ordered the rest from Ikea, which apparently has 24 hour or like they'll deliver 24 hours later. Not true. They'll deliver a week and a half later. Um, so that didn't happen. So now I was actually trying to, one, I couldn't unpack the bedrooms and what I could unpack. I eventually had all these boxes up there and then trying to assemble The closet organizers, which I also had to carry up two flights of stairs, and they're heavy as hell. Um, That was a bit of a challenge. And then a couple of them had to go back and whatnot. Um, Turns out we're here for two weeks now. Finally done. Um, So yeah, that was tons of fun. Now, the movers. So the movers were great. Um, The washer and dryer is stackable here, um, and it's in like a closet. And the movers were really good. They actually helped us install the washer and dryer because they felt bad that I'm a single mom. Like, what am I going to do, right? So, washer and dryer go in. No, Well, it took about 45 minutes for us to get them in. It was an absolute bitch of a job. Um, finally get the dryer in. Everything's good. Uh, a few days later, go to do laundry and realize that nobody turned the fucking taps on. So, um, and the taps are behind the dryer, which is stacked on top of the washer. So... There's absolutely no way I'm getting back there to turn them on, um, on my own, and I'm not going to be able to pull the dryer out on my own either. Um, so, just my luck, of course. I have a washer-dryer that, while well, the dryer works fine. Um, the bed. Uh, the bed that didn't fit in the other house also doesn't fit in this house. Um, we ended up having to fold the king-size mattress in half. And I had to sign a waiver um, stating that I, if it didn't Unfold properly then they I wouldn't uh, Nail the movers, but what what am I going to do? Either I have to buy a new bed and we don't try it or we wreck the bed and I buy a new bed Um, Or we get the bed up there and hopefully everything works out luckily Everything worked out finally one thing that worked for me Um, The other thing that uh, went wrong was the barbecue broke coming off the truck too. So um, Yeah Uh, What else do I have? Um, Taya's closet, I got that together and as soon as we put the second closet door on the baseboard uh, prevented the drawers from coming out, luckily we were able to adjust the baseboards. Um, there was a snowstorm at our first week here and Taya's window is not lined up properly, it has to be replaced and of course it wasn't closed all the way and he woke up in this mor- the morning and told me, mommy I have snow in my bedroom. Um, so luckily they've managed to jam that window closed until we get a new one, which is coming next week. Um, still have no mirrors, no mirrors uh, anywhere in the house. that's interesting in the mornings. Luckily, I have like one kind of longer mirror. It's sitting on top of my toilet in my master bathroom. Um, but yeah, hoping the mirrors show up soon. Um, we have speaker wires hanging from our kitchen because those have not been the speakers have not been installed yet. And, um, I've been sick for all of this. Sick for two weeks. I'm very surprised if the neighbours have not heard me coughing through the walls. Uh, so yeah. And to top it all off, this morning I got a speeding ticket. That's right, because I'm that lucky. So, uh, four demerit points for me. 30 over the speed limit. And, uh, that's the way, um, life's been going lately. So you haven't heard from me because I'm just full of, uh, roses and good luck over here. Anyways, hope everything's well with everybody else, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: Jesus Christ, Kendra. Like, what the f- what the actual fuck? I don't know. Moving's a bitch. Buying a new place is a bitch. Trying to get everything squared away is a bitch. Trying to get someone to come to your house and fix all the things they fucked up is a bitch. Everything is just fucking annoying, and it takes a while. Takes virtually forever to get anything done. Like how you didn't fucking put your head through a wall when the washer and dryer's set up but no one turned the fucking taps on? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Here here's a word of advice. Um I live in a very similar type complex to where you live. Don't try and find me. I I don't want you here. In case you were wondering. Yeah. Don't. No, thank you. No, thank you. And Funny story, I've told this story before, but just a refresher In case this is your first show, very well could be You could have latched on just now So you wouldn't know this, so I'm going to tell you And I'm also going to keep explaining things that don't need explanations Okay? Uh, this one time I was in my bathroom Um, I have a neighbor I was sitting there taking a piss And I specifically heard her clear her throat and then take the most raucous, massive, farty dump I have ever heard that wasn't currently happening to me. Like, she was the one shitting. I was the witness. And at first I was like, wow, like, I could hear a pin drop in there, I bet. And then it, because, you know, it takes a second. And then I'm like, oh, my God. If I can hear them, right, do the math. Do the math. They can hear me. So Kendra, my word of warning Put some music on But not too loud Because I have a cunt neighbor who does that too But thankfully those shitting people have moved But now it makes me wonder Have the new people heard me take a smelly dump? Um, maybe Yeah, probably That's why I don't talk to my neighbors Because I don't They know things they shouldn't know And Sarah and I have gotten into more than one fight in that bathroom A Real, real bitchy fights So, yeah, I'm going to hang my head And hope you don't see me Please don't talk to me Thank you Alright Kendra Thank you Thank you Thank you. Um, what else do I need to say to you guys I'm getting really tired now It's been 44 minutes I'm going to very uh, quickly throw in Tails And I've got a little something from Malcolm And then I think I'm just about caught up But I'm saving one segment from Rainbow for my next show Because I really want to talk about it in depth I haven't heard it yet But I'm sure it's really funny And she's uh, she's one of my favorites I wish I had something from her more often um, let me see. Let me just channel my inner mom, my inner crazy Italian Catholic guilt mom. I cut her toenail and it turned to dust and I inhaled it. So now I'm her in a sense. Rainbow, why you no be sending more stuff? Why you no be sending? Okay. So you should send more stuff. Basically, is what I'm trying to say here. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Shut up. You shut up. This is my fucking show. You
3: shut up. Here's tales. Hi everybody, uh, this is Tails, and I'm coming to you uh, from my boss's house, and that barking that you hear is a little Pomeranian, Charlie, stop it! I call her Charles Barkley, because I think that's funny. And it's from that movie, I can't remember what movie it was, but I think it's funny. Anyways, it's Valentine's Day, uh, I'm at my boss's house, dog sitting, um, it's a nice house, it's very small. Strangely structured, I'd have to say. Um, but no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do any snooping because some things cannot be unseen, and I would just rather not know what my boss has hidden around the house. That's just weird. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Valentine's Day. I opened at work today. I worked fucking 11 a.m. And I was supposed to get off at 7, but I got off early because it was pretty dead during the day. So I let myself leave at 4.30 in the afternoon, came back to my boss's house and shoveled out the back gate for my wife to come through because she couldn't open it. so I did that. And now I have been watching the Food Network from, oh God, I don't know, 6 o'clock and it is now 10 o'clock at night. So it's a lot of Food Network to be watching. I'm trying to mentally prepare myself for when my wife gets home. She started work at uh, four. So pretty much I was just about getting off work and just about on my way here when she was just at work. So that pretty, pretty much sucks. Uh, I don't know what time she's getting off work because they had so many reservations. She works at a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, uh, in the kitchen. And there's Valentine's Day, right? So there's reservations for tables of one, tables of two, and they were all booked up today, so I don't know what time she's getting home, but when she gets home, I'm planning on making a surf and turf Valentine's Day dinner for her. It might end up being like a one o'clock in the morning dinner, but you know, whatever, that's cool. I bought some fresh basil, uh, fresh chives, both organic of course, I got uh, a white onion, I got two lemons, two sticks of butter, I got some bullseye barbecue sauce, hickory smoke. It has to be one of the best ones. Besides honey garlic, that is my favorite. But I figured I'd do something different because it's Valentine's Day. I got two super nice uh, sirloin steaks. And I got some snow crab legs. So surf and turf. Yeah, I don't know. I've never made crab legs before, but I love eating them. So we'll see how this goes. And, uh, yeah, that's our Valentine's. Uh, She made me a little... Handmade, I don't know, it's like two inches by two inches, uh, coupon book, you know, back rub, uh, bubble bath, uh, some X-rated things, you know, things that you do in the first two Valentine's Days of marriage, or even a relationship for that matter. And she also made me a handmade Valentine's Day card with the cheesiest Pokemon. Uh, love poem that I had ever read and I love it to death. I wasn't going to celebrate Valentine's Day because honestly it's just a money grab and it's really not important about showing your love on one day. You should be showing it on every day and expressing how much you care and doing these little things for your lover uh, every day but whatever. She wouldn't take no for an answer so I'm doing this for her. My question is to you, what did you do for Valentine's Day? Did you pull a man thing like me and leave it to last minute and decide just to cook something? Or, I don't know, did you do something extravagant? I, I, I don't know. Um, let me know. Anyway, until, peace out. Okay, let me,
0: let me get this straight. So I know your work schedule. I know your girlfriend's work schedule. I know what kind of barbecue sauce you like best. And I know what you had, exactly what you had, for your Valentine's dinner. You know what I don't know, Tails? You know what you left out? What was on the X-rated coupon? What was it? What was it? Was it one pass to put a gerbil in my asshole? Was it, um, put a finger in my ear? Was it muff diving? Was it, like what? Like, seriously? You left out the most important... Interesting part of that entire Valentine's Day event. I really could have used more information on that. You can make it up to me by telling me exactly what those coupons were for. Um, you're, you're a Studley gal. I did nothing for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, actually, we traveled to Victoria with a three year old. Um, really sexy, really sexy. It was one of the most uh, non erotic events of my life, which I'll tell you about in great detail. Um, When we got to Victoria We were staying in like a guest house And um, There were only twin beds in this guest house And to be honest with you I was just really tired Because it's exhausting It's exhausting traveling and trying to entertain And take care of a two and a half Three year old It just is They just fucking wear you down Sometimes being a mom can be like a thumb in the eye so I did nothing, we did nothing that Valentine's Day We got to Victoria, it was two hours um, ahead of us So we got there at like 4.30 but it was really 2.30 or some shit like that, I don't remember And Sarah's dad very kindly bought us champagne We each had a really, like a glass of champagne Like I'm not talking about frixinet or Moscato or whatever It was like real champagne, like from, is it, is it, is it the Champagne region of France? I don't know, look I'm not, I'm not accurate about anything If there's anything you can take away from this show is that really I know nothing Okay, um, unless you're taking attire tips Like what's appropriate to wear to the airport That I stand by, 110%, 110% But um, anyway, we had real real fancy pants Like $100 a bottle champagne, which was wonderful And um, then we went back to our guest house And we slept in Bert and Ernie beds and uh, there was one I don't know what happened in that guest house I think we missed the uh, note Where it said where the thermostat was It was fucking Freezing in there Freezing Like at night, oh my god was it cold And my kid is sweaty He's a sweaty kid, he doesn't like a blanket Because he's too hot And I as well am quite a, quite a hot person Both sexually And when it comes to what I like to wear On top of myself As far as in the bedroom goes Because I mean, I do have a negligee Gross, that is the most disgusting (laughs) I'm sorry, I can not go on with that (coughs) Oh, I just choked on my own saliva That was hilarious Um, it was cold in there And we did push our Bert and Ernie beds together once If you know what I mean But it's really hard to be sexy With a little kid down a very short hallway Um Essentially in the very next room And it's just It weirds me out It's just one of those things that weirds me out And it weirds me out here too But Sometimes you just gotta Just push forward And uh Not think about it Cause I mean fuck If everybody Like there's Tribes The fucking pygmies Are fucking essentially In front of their sleeping children Like they're in the same hut Their same tiny little hut So And they're still pygmies Somehow They're multiplying somehow So it must not gross everyone out As much as it grosses me out Um So yeah, our Valentine's Day was lame We didn't buy each other anything We didn't really do anything We didn't go out at all We did nothing At all There's no cute coupon book exchanges We've been together for almost nine years now Or is it almost ten? Fuck No, it's nine Yeah, it'll be nine this year So, yeah, we're not newlyweds like you guys are And, uh, we have a kid And, uh, he brings joy And he taketh away we're all really at his whim, and we're his beck and call girls. Basically, is what's happening here. Um, he has all the power in this house, and it's like you know. I, I the only way I can describe it that I can really describe it is like we're hostage negotiators. We are const, We are in a constant. I cannot say constant enough. Constant state of negotiation around here. Everything needs to be negotiated, and he's already figured out. How to pit us against each other? Well, I like mommy best. I like mommy better than you talking to me. And then she, and if I deny him something, well, I like mommy better. And if she says something shitty, oh, well, look out. I like mama better. It's like, how the fuck did you learn how to manipulate at such a young age? And he's very good at it. He's very good at it. There are hurt feelings. There are definitely hurt feelings. Um, speak of the devil I was driving home And like I've tried to pull out This microphone before With him And like get him To talk into it But it's like He sees his microphone And he gets really shy And he's like Well what does it do What's it for So I'll give it to him When it's not on I'm like Well you just sing into it Or you talk into it You do whatever you want It's a microphone it, It'll um, I can record your voice Into the computer So I kind of left The microphone Downstairs on the ottoman And he'd like Very casually go up to it When he thought I wasn't listening And he'd go go.' little star and then he'd look at me and I'd see him and he'd get like embarrassed like all shy with his shoulders all raised up and a coy little look on his sweet little mug it was really cute but I've tried before to try to like get him to sit up here with me and just have a chat with him but he's wise to it he knows there's a mic here and he knows I'm acting weird but on the way home he doesn't know that my phone is on so I'm illegally capturing our conversations okay but You know, it's legit, whatever, it's okay It's gonna be alright I changed his diapers for many, many years And uh, my only hope is that I can live long enough to be a burden to him and his family So, really, we're gonna even up at some point Um, So here is a clip of him telling me what happened at daycare that day Who was eating the Play-Doh at school? He ate it? Yeah, he ate it Like he put it in his mouth? Yeah and then what happened? He ate it all up. Ah, gross. Do you eat play doh? No, I don't. Yeah. Why would he eat play doh? I don't. I don't know. Why would he not eat breakfast than play doh? Yeah. Maybe if you eat breakfast, you won't want to eat the play doh. No. Yeah. That's really gross. Yeah. That's really gross. Is he your friend? But he eats the play doh. So you can't be friends with him? No. And there you have it Grayson eats Play-Doh Fuck that kid And if that kid is your kid Yeah Italian parenting Don't eat the fucking Play-Doh Don't eat the glue weirdo Because that's going to haunt you That'll haunt a kid for the rest of his life Okay I have to put um, you guys down Because I have a life to live I've got to get a shower And uh, you know just live My 600 pound life is coming on Actually I think I'm missing it right now Thank you very much You're welcome Um, so yeah, if you want to find me, I am Sandra D. Sanchez on Facebook, on Twitter I don't do much on Twitter, but I'm there I mean, if you want to hang out, I'm there Um, you can like the change of aggressive Change of aggressive Freudian slip You can like the change of address Facebook page And yeah, you can friend me, I'm not weird about it, I don't care And leave an iTunes review, that's always nice, I like that Really makes me feel good, it really inspires me to keep going And that's about it Um, Well okay well thanks so much for having me Oh that's my chair squeaking I'm not farting It's okay I really appreciate the time we've been spending together lately And look I I will do my best to at least get one show up a week From now Until end of days Alright I gotta go My 600 pound life is on It's a new one this is like the heaviest guy ever So let's watch it together or fuck off Those are your options Okay great Great. Okay, call you later. Bye.